Welcome to the How to Find Joy podcast. If you are currently feeling unhappy, overwhelmed, stuck in a rut, or simply need a boost of hope, you've come to the right place. I'm your host, June Supunpuk, also known as Joy Guy June, and I'm here to give you honest conversations on how to find joy through this messy thing called life. My intention is to share practical tips on how to get back on the path towards joy, show you examples of what that could look like for you, and help you feel more inspired and connected to your own definition of success, power, and true happiness. If you're ready to learn what's possible, the How to Find Joy podcast is here for you. So let's get this pot started. Woohoo! Hello and happy new year, everyone. Wow. I cannot believe it's officially 2024. But honestly, I got to say, good riddance to 2023. <laughs> it was wildly unexpected in like the best of ways and some things the worst of ways. I'm looking at you, Blizzard of 2023 in Lake Arrowhead. I genuinely do have to say that I am excited about 2024. And what better way to start fresh, of course, than to kind of think about what it is you want from this year. And so for me, I thought about these three steps that I'm personally going to take to start the new year, and I wanted to share it with you. So this obviously is titled Three Steps for Starting the New Year in Joyful Alignment. So if you're out there and you're new to this podcast, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. And if you're wondering, well, what does that even mean, June? I will let you know that joyful alignment means to me being able to reconnect with the parts of you that desire more joy and to align your intentions to match up or support those desires. And this is how I will personally be starting off my January. Yes, the whole month. And I am not going to put any pressure on myself to have answers by the end of day, January 1st, like I used to, because that is not joy-filled at all. That's full of pressure and stress and feeling like I'm already claustrophobic and suffocating even before the year begins. We don't want that. We don't want that. (laughs) So I want the spaciousness for you and for me to really sit with this information. And this is the exact path, like I said, I'm going to take. So I wanted to share it with you. So here is step one for starting the new year in joyful alignment. And it's really to shift your expectations. So this is an oddly radical thing. And I say radical and some of you will be like, June, that's not radical at all. But This is an oddly radical thing to me that I heard that my high, former high achieving, ambition driven, these are the rules I must follow the rules type personality could not compute. And it's that not everyone is built energetically for a 12 month consistently consistency plan. And that's okay. And I mean that, of course, like when you think about it, it's totally logical. Of course, not everyone is consistent, built for this. But for me, who is someone who has drank the Kool-Aid, been totally brainwashed by consistency is key, rules for success, which by the way, I do agree with. I think, you know, if I wasn't consistent with this podcast, uh, I probably wouldn't be as far uh, reaching in my audience or 
the things that I've achieved if I was not consistent. So I'm not saying consistency is the devil or anything like that. I'm just saying that it doesn't have to be the way that I have always expected it to be or expected myself to be. And I kind of wish I heard about this earlier because it would have saved me a lot of heartache and self-doubt because I used to get so frustrated with myself for being unable to stick to my New Year's resolutions. And by March, I'd be bored or exhausted by the tedium. And I'd have this like breakdown list of like, okay, morning routine. Step one, wake up. Step two, pee. Step three, brush your teeth and scrape your tongue. Like I was so, I mean, I was such a Virgo rising for it. It was, it was very annoyingly tedious. <laughs> so mm, probably, probably problem number one for me. <laughs> but even in the years that I wasn't that tedious, it would just be so frustrating because I could find myself realizing that I just did not want to and could not stay consistent. And then of course, after I would fail, quote unquote, to stay consistent, the thought of being a failure would just suck all of the happiness and joy out of me, even before a lot of times I got started, like fully started. And it would hold me back from really tuning in to myself and my needs and my feelings. And instead, I would tune in very loudly onto the negative self-talk radio station and it would demotivate me even more. And I felt that every year I was like committing to resolutions, I, I just never met my own expectations. You know, it could be a me problem. I don't know if you were out there and you're like, oh, that doesn't sound like me at all. Um, I'm very good at that. And if that is the case and you are someone who is consistent and has high expectations of yourself and actually has the energy to follow through, then yes, I'm clapping for you. You are amazing and I admire you so freaking deeply. Keep going because you clearly are so meant to do that. However, for the rest of us, I want to invite the rest of us to consider ending this annual dance with our inner demons and consider doing something different this year. So I am asking myself the following questions, you know, for joyful alignment. So what if you let go of the pressure to figure out the next 12 months? What if you let that pressure go? What would that look like? And what if you could shift your expectations so it actually leaves room for life's surprises. Because oftentimes what happened to me is that I'd have this meticulous plan and sometimes I would even be breaking it down by month of what I want to do or want to accomplish by said month. And again, that works for some people really, really well. But for me, it does not because I find that being a joy seeker and a joy guide and someone who wants to actually enjoy the human experience there's always surprises. Like I even look back at 2023. I'm like, okay, 2023, I'm going to do the podcast. I'm going to launch it in January. I want to make sure that Joy Guy June gets on YouTube and do all the things. Yeah. Did that actually happen? No. Why did it not happen? Because life surprised me in ways that I could not control. And I think like my New Year's resolutions or my intentions were you know, flexy enough for me to be able to not be as hard on myself last year as I have been in previous years. But it really showed me 
that, okay, in 2024, I really want to save space for surprises because surprises are inevitably going to happen. I cannot control the minutia of life or nature (laughs) for that fact. And I think about the blizzard that happened in, well, the blizzard officially happened in like end of February, beginning of March. And then we did get snow in January, but I I just didn't have the energy back in January to be like, yeah, I'm going to fully learn how to create this podcast and do it all and blah, 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 blah. And, and it was so exasperating. Is that the word? Frustrating. Let's just go with frustrating. It was so frustrating because by the time I actually launched in the summer, I was thinking to myself like, okay, you could not have controlled that a blizzard was going to happen. Um, because my like push date kept pushing and it was like January, 2023. Then it was like March, 2023, enter blizzard. Then I was like, okay, April, May, (laughs) summer. (laughs) And now I look back and I was just thinking about all the things that happened in between. And I was just thinking, wow, there was no way that I could have predicted the national guard would have come in to Lake Arrowhead to, um, and completely like this blizzard would be like a historical blizzard. I could never have imagined that. And, you know, everything that like happened from then months before to months after. And so, yeah, you know, giving yourself some space for surprises might be supportive for, for all of us, right? And that letting go of control, which in the last episode of 2023 with Julia, we talked about like the importance of being able to let go of control because you can't control every aspect of your life. Okay. Anyways, tangent, long, long ass tangent. My bad. Okay. So assess whether picking a new year's resolution also is helping or harming you. So what do you think? Is this new year's resolution thing good for you? And if it's not, maybe take actions based on your discoveries, right? If you decide to not do resolutions or pick a word or set an intention because you see it hasn't been serving you, maybe just like break into that uncomfortable unknown of trying something new and don't do it. I mean, I know that for me, I also really like order and I really do love intentions. So I know I personally will be doing something, but if you don't want to do it, don't do it. I give you as your joy guide full permission to say, screw you intentions. I don't want to do it. And let that discomfort of breaking a clearly toxic habit for you um, feel your inner joy because you're now one step closer to your true self than you were a moment before. And yay, yay for alignment. Lots of clapping in this episode. (laughs) Okay, number, step number two, listen to the rhythm of your body. So this also reminds me of the song by Snap and it was called Rhythm as a Dancer. Do you remember that song? It goes, rhythm is a dancer, it's a soul's companion, you can feel it everywhere, Uh, lift your hands and voices, free your mind and join us, you can feel it in the air. You remember that song? (laughs) Okay, I know, I'm probably dating myself and I'm here for it. So maybe let this be your anthem for 2024. Let rhythm be your dancer and be your soul's companion. Allow yourself to feel it everywhere, right? Because I feel like a huge part of the work that I end up doing with my high-achieving, ambition-driven, professionally successful, yet personally lost or stuck clients is detoxing from conditioning. 
and what they've been told they should be versus who they actually are at their core. And now part of this detox process, of which I'm also to this day doing for myself, is being aware of your own rhythms and cycles, right? For those bodies out there that bleed and shed monthly, I'm particularly talking to you because we actually have a built-in cycle that we can observe. It's constantly giving us clues to our alignment, basically is what I'm saying. But universally, we all have our own rhythms and cycles that can be tapped into every day. And you can get into joyful alignment right now by tuning in and asking The question, on a scale of zero to 10, zero being I'm extremely burnt out and have no energy at all, to 10 being I'm ready to take over the world. (laughs) Where are your energy levels in this very moment? Like, take a deep breath right now. (sighs) Where are you at? Listen to your body. What does it feel like? What number is it showing you? And this will automatically give you a foundation of understanding of how you're going to start off your new year, right? So for example, if you are at a zero, joyful alignment for 2024 should probably include intentions like, in 2024, my intention is to focus on slowing down and resting whenever I can. Or in 2024, my intention is to assess what is draining my energy and take steps to remove those drains from my life. Or in 2024, screw resolutions and intentions because I'm damn tired and I feel free of all pressures. (laughs) I, I, I hope that for all of us. But I do want us to all feel free of pressures because who needs them? Let's just leave that in 2023, you know? Okay. So if you're at a 10, though, your intentions may look like in 2024, I will win the Paris Olympics, even in categories I'm not in. Or in 2024, I will fly to the moon by just flapping my arms in the air. I mean, you get the idea, right? So the point is you can start your year in joyful alignment by doing this very simple numerical assessment and listen to your body. I am still learning how to do this, folks. I just had a kidney stone revealed to me in the most surprising of ways. So I am saying this to myself as well as hopefully (laughs) allowing you to listen so that you don't have to end up in the ER for a kidney stone, right? Okay, so does your list of intentions for 2024 drain you or light you up? So we are aiming, by the way, for things that get you into your joy and make you go, hell yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I am dramatically lifting up my arms in the air. Okay, step number tres. So pick just one thing to focus on. So many years I have spent making resolutions that were a list of five to 10 things, if not more, I am a psycho. I wanted to change in my life. And I mean, no wonder I didn't get any of them done or got overwhelmed or couldn't stay consistent because I had insane expectations for myself. And for those of you who resonate, go back and re-listen to step number one, right? But I do have to tell you, I have whittled down over the years and I still find it challenging to keep like two things up, right? So to get into joyful alignment this year, I want us all to consider focusing on one thing. 
That's right. One thing, which is why I think last year I was like, I want to do one word. But then I ended up with my bestie making the one word into like seven other different words, which then had spokes to like five other things. (laughs) So I am starting to realize I have a pattern (laughs) and I do want to change this. So yes, I want to just pick one thing to focus on. And there are certain books that you can read, by the way, to motivate you. And I'll put it in the show notes so that maybe you could consider maybe your one thing is reading helpful self-help books. So uh, one of the books is called The One Thing, literally, uh, and The Surprisingly Simple Truth for Extraordinary Results by Gary K. Weller and Jay Papazan. Papazan, Papazan. That's such a fun word. Um, Great last name. Okay. Or Atomic Habits by James Clear. And that one has been supportive for me. I have sent emails out like recommending it. I know it can be problematic for some people, but I personally really like it. But I think honing in on one intention or word or resolution is great. Part of my work as a joy guide is really showing people that joy doesn't have to be as hard as we think it is or as complex or time consuming. And oftentimes we can find joy when we just simplify our lives or just simplify the steps, right? So which is really why I have this podcast. So ask yourself, if there is one thing you'd like to focus on or change or become this year, what would it be? And really sit with it because I picked one word last year and it was alignment. And I thought, woo, this is a totally chill, relaxing word. Yeah. If you're sending out rockets of desire for something, as Abraham Hicks would say, know that it will present you, by the way, with opportunities for you to do that very thing. So my entire life is I knew it pretty much changed in a scary but amazingly powerful way in 2023. So just be aware of the potency of that one thing. Uh, can really be. So anyways, on that note, well, hold on. Let's recap. Let's recap for those of us who really love recaps. Step one, shift your expectations for yourself. If you are somebody who realizes that you are not consistent, that this 12-month plan of New Year's resolutions or intentions does not work for you, and you have really high expectations of yourself to achieve, maybe don't do that this year. Allow yourself to have compassion, have self-love, have self-care be a part of your inner being and your decision-making because, again, high expectations, probably high rate of failure. We don't want that for you. We don't want you to start off on a really unjoyful foot. Number two, listen to the rhythm and cycles of your body. Allow yourself to assess, okay, how do I feel right now? Do I feel good? Do I feel tired on a scale of one, zero to 10? Where am I? And start making kind of intentions based on that. And then once you have your list of intentions of what it might be, just pick one. That's step number three. Pick one thing to focus on, right? And then allow yourself to be led full of life surprises to really understand that this one thing is going to anchor you and be a foundation for you as you go through the rest of this beautiful, exciting new year. So let this be a time where you allow yourself full permission to plant whatever seeds of joy you'd want to call in for yourself. Allow yourself to let go of any pressure to feel as though you have to decide right away. Again, if you want to say screw it to the Gregorian calendar and make up your own new year, do it, do it, do it. 
do it more clapping clapping because <laughs> joyful alignment in my personal opinion is all about empowering yourself to follow what feels most true for you so what is joyful alignment in 2024 for you as always if you found the how to find joy podcast helpful please be sure to share with your loved ones or leave a review and if you're looking for more information about each episode our guests or any resources we mentioned you can easily find them all below in the show notes if you'd like more content, you can follow me at Joy Guy June on Instagram, TikTok, and in the near future, YouTube. And if you're ready to tap into your magical gifts and start living your highest potential, you can also do one-on-one -on -one private coaching with me. Learn more about my Joy Guidance program on my website at www.joyguidejune.com.